Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 2, Episode 361 of this Daily Study Podcast. We are coming very close to the end of the year now and today uh, we are continuing with our Come Follow Me study of the December the 21st to December the 27th, the week of Christmas. He shall come into the world to redeem his people. First of all, I hope that you all had a wonderful Christmas. Uh, obviously you're listening the day after this. Uh, I'm recording this actually on Christmas Eve in the early morning. Um, in preparation for not recording something on Christmas Day. But I thought that I'd like to uh, try and record one for the day after Christmas for you all. Um, we're, today we're going to continue with our study of the Come Follow Me scriptures for Christmas. Uh, and whilst Christmas Day may have come and gone, uh, we are still looking at the Saviour and looking at how his birth into the world, how his coming to the earth in the tabernacle of flesh, which he did, uh, was such an important part of our eternal lives. Um, so we're going to continue with how Jesus Christ is the redeemer of all mankind. We may move into the section covering the Book of Mormon testifies of Jesus Christ. Basically, as I've mentioned before, this is kind of the greatest hits, uh, the, the top 10, if you like, of the scriptures picked out about the Saviour coming to the world from the Book of Mormon. And so they are of great importance and relevance to us. So in hour 7, verses 11 to 12, we know about how um, the Saviour would come to the earth and take upon himself suffering it says and he shall go forth suffering pains and afflictions and temptations of every kind and this that the word might be fulfilled which saith he will take upon him the pains and the sicknesses of his people and he will take upon him death that he may loose the bands of death which bind his people and he will take upon him their infirmities that his bowels may be filled with mercy according to the flesh that he may know according to the flesh how to succor his people according to their infirmities um if you remember, a couple of days ago on Christmas Eve, we talked about the different types of atonement and the different theories of how the atonement worked. And one of those theories was very much focused on um, how Christ went through what he did so that he could be able to understand us uh, and be and be a better judge for us, also, also called the compassionate theory. Um, and I think that that is an interesting one because the saviour is able to better judge he, he is he is omniscient and omnipotent but he even then when he was on the earth did not fully comprehend the, the great depth to which he would have to descend um to to perform the atonement and to say such isn't blasphemous because we know from the his reaction the way he asked for this cup to be removed, to be removed from him um and how he um just shuddered at the at the pain um for us, for you, I just think it's such a wonderful um, knowledge and blessing to know that our Saviour did that for us, um, for all of us, for each and every one of us. Um, and actually, it's quite overwhelming, really, to sit and think about just what he went through, you know, because of us. Um, and he would do it for any any one of us, even if it was just you, uh, he would go through it for you. President Alan H. Oakes, in a talk in October 2015 called Strengthened by the Atonement, said, quote, I am still spe speaking of mortal infirmities not caused by our sins. Some are born with physical or mental disabilities that cause personal suffering for them and struggles for those who love and care for them. For many, the infirmity of depression is painful or permanently disabling. Another painful affliction is the circumstance of singleness. Those who suffer this circumstance should remember that our Saviour experienced this kind of pain also, and that through his atonement he offers the strength to bear it. 
um, close quote. I think that we often forget and we should remember in our day-to-day struggles and our sorrows and our difficulties that our Saviour has been through those also, not just the grand suffering that he went through for our sins, which of course is so important, but he is able to offer support and sustenance and succour even through our daily struggles. Uh, And we need to reach out to him to be able to receive those blessings of being able to be strengthened and comforted. Um, He has been through it all so that he knows how to get us all through it. Um, In Helam in chapter 5, verse 9, we we read more about how our Saviour is our Redeemer. And it's through his sacrifice that things are made possible. Uh, in verse nine, it says, oh, remember, remember, my sons, the words of King Benjamin spake, the words which King Benjamin spake unto his people. Yea, you remember that there is no other way nor means whereby man can be saved only through the atoning blood of Jesus Christ who shall come. Yea, you remember that he cometh to redeem the world. Truly, our savior is, you know, the reason we celebrate at this Christmas season. Um, his birth was the was the gateway to making many things possible, many wonderful comforting things possible for us uh, richard g scott said this quote by un- understanding the atonement you will see that god is not a jealous being who delights in persecuting those who misstep he is an absolutely perfect compassionate understanding patient and forgiving father he is willing to entreat counsel strengthen lift and fortify he so loves each of us that he's willing he was willing to have his perfect sinless absolutely obedient totally righteous son experience indescribable agony and pain and give himself in sacrifice for all. Through that atonement, we can live in a world where absolute justice reigns in its sphere, so the world will have order. But that justice is tempered through mercy, attainable by obedience to the teachings of Jesus Christ. Close quote. You know, I think when one understands, when one really understands the atonement, and I don't mean understands how, it, how the logistics of it work like we talked about on Christmas Eve, But when one understands the potential for good and light and joy that the atonement has in our lives, then being obedient to God's commandments seems like a very small thing to do. And I think that's what some people don't understand. I think a lot of people's view on religion is so warped by the great apostasy. And I'll be frank, like, you know, because the the true gospel and the joy of the gospel wasn't on the earth. um, People's view on religion has been changed somewhat that it is a greedy, um, like religion is a greedy organization, which basically preys on its believers for its money and other, and other things, just it's, it's subservience to it. Uh, and that this religion, um, wants to, you know, get its followers to do what it says because of fear. Whereas for my understanding, the atonement of Jesus Christ is different. The gospel of Jesus Christ is different. Um, We are invited to change and to be obedient so that we can experience this wonderful joy from this marvellous gift which we could not give to ourselves. It is a very small price to pay, you know, not drinking tea or coffee and dressing modestly and listening to wholesome music and all these things like that are a very, very small price to pay for what our Saviour has done for us. And I think that's what's important to understand is that he is asking us this because of everything he has given us. And when people recognize, understand that, then that that promise to be obedient is a very small uh, thing that we have to do. Um, 
we will uh, move on. In fact, before we move on to Jesus, uh, in fact, we'll do that tomorrow. But um, in Helaman 14, verse 17, we read, But behold, the resurrection of Christ redeemeth mankind, yea, even all mankind, and bringeth them back into the presence of the Lord. Um, Elder D. Todd Christopherson talked about how the death of our Saviour and his resurrection um, makes it possible for, for many blessings to come into our lives. It's, he says, quote, We see the role of death in our Heavenly Father's plan, but that plan would become void without some way to overcome death in the end, both physical and spiritual. Thus, a Redeemer, the only begotten of Son of God, Jesus Christ, suffered and died to atone for Adam and Eve's transgression, thereby providing resurrection and immortality for all. And since none of us will have been perfectly and consistently obedient to the gospel law, his atonement also redeems us from our own sins and, our, and with the condition of repentance. With the Saviour's atoning grace, providing forgiveness of sins and sanctification of the soul, we can spiritually be born again and reconciled to God. Our spiritual death, our separation from God, will end. Close quote. We will be able to be with our Heavenly Father again. We will be able to be in his presence and live with him and our Saviour and our families forever. Um, as we seek to have the atonement fully effective in our lives. I'm so grateful for my Saviour and for all he's done for us. And I'm grateful for the Book of Mormon and for the insight that it gives us about his atonement, his atoning sacrifice, his death and his resurrection. Um, thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the study. Please continue to follow the podcast. You can re- subscribe to it so you receive the episodes each day, uh, the short bite-sized episodes that they are. Um, please do join the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me and you can email ldstudysession at gmail.com to leave your feedback or if you're interested in joining in a future podcast episode yourself thank you for your time and until we meet again